My wife watched. I, I said, you have to see this. Uh, it's a great adventure. It's called Tifo. Okay? I don't want to be advertising, but you know, it's like better than television. Because television, you never see it. You with Tifo, you play it back. I played it back. Played it back. Are we are we rolling? Now we're rolling. Okay, all right. Oh, good. We're rolling, but we can't we can't go backward, folks, because it's not Devo. It's not a Devo. Why do we have Devo? Uh, I just I just wanted to say that uh, I think uh, Donald Trump is honestly goaded on the sticks. <laughs> uh, he is, uh, he's going a little high key nutty with it. I would yeah, argue. Lately. he's uh, he's cracked basically. Hey, hey, everybody! It's Virgil, and uh, here with uh, Matt Chrisman, uh, local boy uh, Chris Wade, and uh, uh, everyone's favorite the trader Brendan local. James. Yeah. Uh, and we are coming to you from the Gray Wolf Lodge in Traverse City, Michigan, mm-hmm. where we are here for the Traverse City Film Festival. Yeah, we're hobnobbing and schmoozing with the Hollywood elite. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, cracking the pedo rings. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of I am, uh, going on. presenting my experimental short film, uh, Images, colon, a conception. No, but I mean, I'm not kidding about that part because near here, there is a world-renowned arts retreat for children called Interlochen. Uh, where where kids can Professor go. Xavier's gifted basically yeah, yes and uh, you know it's a place for both rich kids and also gifted uh, disadvantaged kids can get uh, scholarships yeah and in the nineties uh, it had a wealthy benefactor oh that sounds who donated so much money to it helpful that yeah, he nice. was gifted a private lodge sure. on the property which is still standing that man's name was jeffrey epstein <laughs> oh no no now no. you know the rest of the story yeah good day <laughs> no one listening to this will get that reference uh unless they remember the simpsons episode where he goes and that boy that nobody liked grew up to be roy co who also was a pedophile blackmailing ringleader i don't know if roy Cohn was a pedophile you should look into it. It's pretty. <laughs> oh no! There's some hair raising shit. <laughs> oh no! Not Roy. <laughs> no, not, not our Roy. Roy. Let's not, not our precious mafia he lawyer. He inspired me to get into <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> look, he gave it, me my first gig. You know what they said? We're gonna have to cancel some of our faves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, well. Besides presenting our films and uh, going down rabbit holes, uh, we have been, <laughs> we have been uh, doing some performance, doing some performance for the for the fine people, for the nice people yeah, of yeah. Traverse City. They were nice. Uh, last night we uh, covered part two of the second Democratic debate uh, live at a, a local theater, uh, the Old Town Theater. We uh, as as we right off the Old Town Road. As yeah. we usually do, uh, we were Twitch streaming it until we were fired for truth. Yep. Apparently, everybody got fired for truth. Because I'm assuming it's the CNN. CNN thing. just went on a jihad. Uh, we were they executed Order 66. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, this was this was tech censorship of us for our political views. Yeah, that's, that's up, what honestly. it is. We're going to be looking at the uh, the the Crowders, the Stephen Molyneux out there to stand up for the uh, the brave. 
streamers and posters who are censored for their beliefs. So Specifically we'll be, us. Yes. Justice for, no, numeral four, Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that hashtag trending, folks. Yes. And we already, I mean, I was thinking of making a GoFundMe, but we already have a Patreon. So if you, uh, oh, I guess this is for premium subscribers. Yeah. Um, so well, you, so you need to, you're going to have to double your subscription. <laughs> you need month. to go to Chapo three zero three zero three. No, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I think it was a very loose time because it was the bad debate filled with nothing but gargoyles and slugs. There was nobody to root for. So yeah. we could just kind of get loose and nutty with it. Yeah, but, we were high key nutty. But with so it. yeah, we filmed it, and we will be broadcasting it somewhere. Uh, we're yes. thinking maybe Pornhub. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not kidding. If you want to watch our rambling commentary over the second debate. Days after it actually yeah. happened. <laughs> Just to go back. and uh, I will be trying to put that up somewhere. Has There's there a lot of good spoofs and goofs in it. Though. Has there been an episode yet when, when this comes out of like the other guys talking about the first one? No, no. We're, we so will be we talking about both. Yeah, let's recap. Well. We'll, be, we'll do them all in chronological order. The order. other guys talking about the what? first debate. Yeah. The New York uh, branch. The New York branch. <laughs> yes. The home team. Um, okay, yeah, sure. Let's 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 uh, go back in time when we, we got in. Let's get in the TiVo. Beep, beep. Yep, rewind. Beep, 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 beep. It's great. It, folks. It's folks, it's TiVo. You get to go backwards. We got to go back to Monday when we had the first debate. Uh, Monday was... Tuesday. F- oh, yeah, okay. Tuesday, whatever. I don't really have a conception of time anymore. <laughs> Tuesday was part one of the, debate, the first debate stage, and that was the good debate yeah. featuring Bernie Sanders... Elizabeth Warren and a horde of NPCs. <laughs> Just <laughs> level one NPC. It was a. It was really a grind mission. For, oh yeah. Uh, for, it was a, a Zerg for, rush. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. it was a Zerg rush. Bernie Sanders was basically smurfing at this debate. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I don't know why he likes the challenge, getting his rating up. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that he, he the whole thing was Bernie just cutting through an army of orcs, yeah, uh, which, trying to detect, destroy uh, Medicare for all. Which for some reason, I mean, I guess CNN had it planned that you know, oh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna send our best guy to get to the bottom of this <laughs> socialism stuff. Yeah, you know, split screen with John Delaney. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And of course, Jake Tapper and Dana Bash were on that team together. Yes. it was it was like a wrestling match. Where the the fucking ref pulls out the the chair chair and smacks what, him over the back of the head. A referee a... could not do such a thing. <laughs> I would be shocked to see this. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was like um, by far the better of the two nights because as infuriating as it was to see uh, again and again the talking point as Bernie called it the Republican talking point uh, invoked of. Uh, you're going to rip people off their health care. Everyone said that except for Warren and Sanders. The is you're going to ban private health insurance. Yeah. Well, the, but they kept saying you're going to take it away from people. You're going to rip them off the plan. And as Matt just said, the moderators uh, were in on that as well. And, and at also, least you, at least you had Bernie Sanders on the stage fighting and doing pretty well. The second night, of course, which, which we'll get to, and let's not there forget, was no one to root for. Let's not forget the other one. You might have to raise taxes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. never class. have to pay another fucking deductible. Or copay or premium again for the rest of your life. You might have to pay slightly higher taxes. Honestly, if that's something that people are terrified of the regular voter being able to grasp, if they're just going to go, yeah, but the tax, uh, right, but all this is gone. Yeah, but the tax, I mean, if that's really (laughs) true, then let's just stop. Yeah. Why are we bothering with elections? Yeah. There is people are too stupid to even do the minimal participation of checking a fucking box. Let's just get it over with. Roll the tanks down the streets. 
have General Krull <laughs> announce his uh, eternal rule, and then we don't have to fucking talk about this anymore. Yeah, that would be Oh, fine. you would still talk about it. Yeah. Oh, you see what Krull's doing? He's, <laughs> this fucking <laughs> asshole. The Krull. Oh, do you see his fucking. You see what he's about, about TiVo? <laughs> <laughs> you see what Krull, he's up there, he's sundowning lately. Yeah. And his, his policy with the FEMA camps. I mean, <laughs> come what on. Did you see General Krull's bedonkadon? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the uh, way Kr- General Krull stands in those suits. He's got a dumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> General Krull's got a wagon. <laughs> He's he's, uh, he's nice with it. He's kind of he's kind of nutty. Well, with it, uh, really. So uh, you know, as, uh, as rigged as this is, as much of a, 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 a crucible for uh, social for Bernie Sanders, this was. I appreciated it because well, one, this was Bernie in his element. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is this is high key. He's at a deli and his order is slightly wrong, <laughs> uh, and he is just swatting away these NPCs one after another. Uh, but what I also appreciate is it got to a point where he is actively. Attempting to dismantle the fundamentally right-wing framing that is, his fellow Democrats have adopted. Oh, well, I mean, the best moment, which you pointed out, uh, Matt, was when he said, this is a talking point for the healthcare and, and the private insurance and, and healthcare industry, and they will be advertising on this network. Yeah. And then they did. Yeah. Later in that very night, he was while right. they were trying to like tell you, the viewer, how to think about the debate, there's a commercial where regular everyday Americans are worried that Medicare for all is going to lead to them not having health insurance. Yeah. Oh, what about my plan that I love? Yeah. Oh, my precious employer plan that I love to lie in bed with my policy and I smooch in yeah. the evenings. <laughs> yeah. And so to and the other him- thing he did was when, he, but that was one like where he's. Going beyond challenging the premises yes. to challenge the motivation. Like, this is not, this is not, we're not talking about this because this is um, some sort of honest difference of opinion on policy. This is driven by a special interest which has captured a political system and the media. And, and the point literally the people asking the questions yeah. are employed yes. by yeah. the people. And yes. the other pimp move there is when Delaney fucking real life Dotree, Bill Dotree, Bill yeah. Dotree yeah. started stammering at him with his goofy ass face. He goes, because he, he is a millionaire who is funding this campaign all himself and has healthcare stocks and shit. And Bernie goes, and he's like, man, you got to be able to make money in the healthcare industry. He's like, you've been making money in the health insurance yes. industry. Yes. And it's like, yeah, literal show, showing people what the actual material and interests of these forces are as opposed to treating this like it's just a question of right. the best policy. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. That yeah. is amazing. It's Bernie's the only person who does that. Yes. That's why he's the best. Uh, but he needs to do more of it, I think. Like, the right. whole, yeah, like no. that moment where he challenged the premises of even CNN being some kind of actual moderator mm-hmm. role instead of on, on the other team. Yeah. He needs to do more of that. Uh, whatever, oh, for in sure. his speeches or when he shows up on TV. Because yeah. if, if you oh, yeah. want to compare him you know, which often stupidly happens to Trump, and what what Trump managed to say, uh, but by recognizing there's a problem, and by and by kind of you know lazily and and ultimately uncreatively, you know, uh, sort of erecting a, a conspiracy that only he can can uh, save us from. Sanders should tap into that by legitimately naming and shaming yes. the entire systemic. Uh, apparatus apparatus that he's up against. Well, it's, it's it's valuable to start that analysis now and to start making that the core of your message, which which I think arguably over the course of his career, Bernie Sanders has always that's always been uh, the the core of his message. This this analysis of power and uh, this the structural analysis that he does not talk down the voters about. That he lets them know what the stakes are because when if and when there will there is a, a real fight for. Medicare for all for for national health insurance and for the elimination of private insurance, the onslaught 
will yeah. be a lot. It will it will be much stronger than John Delaney. Yeah, than much stronger than ten John Delaney's, <laughs> which is basically what he was dealing with. Yes, yes, <laughs> just this swarm of Delaney's. Like when I'm late. like when Rev- like when uh, Agent Smith just yeah. infects all yeah. of yeah. the people in the Matrix. He's still turn finding Delaney's in his pocket. Yeah, when <laughs> when I'm lazy, being a uh, a DM for my D and D game, and I'm like, yeah, all these all these NPCs have the same stat block. It, uh, I don't need yeah. to roll. I don't need to roll up individual characteristics uh, for these. This is a uh, a Swamp Delaney. Yeah. Uh, no, that's different from the Woods Delaney. <laughs> but he was the heel, and yeah. in a way, again, like as as we should, we told people this last night at the show. Matt was at a certain point, with the help of that cherry whiskey that's made here, uh, rolling around on the floor, <laughs> yes. screaming uh, because he was, you know, justifiably angry at all the bullshit that was coming out of Delaney's mouth and other people. I think every time Delaney spoke, you. You called him a, a, a bald piece of shit, or yeah. whatever, just screamed the same thing over and over. And that, that's understandable, faced motherfucker. Yeah, but you? it was at the, as frustrating as that was. Again, compared to the second one that, that we'll get to, it was at least a conflict where you could root yeah. for somebody. And yeah. so Sanders did quite well. And I'm glad CNN, as shitty as they are, gave us Delaney because you couldn't have picked a better fucking face. Well, the thing that's annoying about it is all of these people are just essentially. In, in, like in practice, forgetting about what they want to do, what their actual goal is to, mm-hmm. in running, all of these guys are just really uh, stalking horse surrogates for Biden. Yeah. Because yes. they have the exact same policy proposals as Biden. They have the same analysis of the situation as Biden. They have the same interests. They're beholden to the same in, in, uh, captured industry. Mm. They are just a bunch of mini Bidens. Yep. They don't need to be there. It's yeah. so fucking stupid that instead of get it allowing these conflicts to actually play out, they have to be abbreviated so that we can get we can hear from every bumfuck dipshit robot like Tim Ryan and these motherfuckers who are all absolutely interchangeable. They do not need to be there. They need yeah. to cull the fucking herd. Well, that uh, was infuriating. Anytime one of the Tim Ryans or I d- honestly don't remember the other one's names. Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper. Hickenlooper yes. You, you just you're like, why am I even being subjected you, to there's 60 nothing. seconds? There's nothing. Uh, people are interchangeable. I was joking before we even started that I preemptively wanted to name this episode. I think you should leave. Yeah. Because 70% of the time they cut to a new person in the first debate and 100% of the time in the second debate the main reaction i think we all had is like why are you here why are yeah. you here what well, are you talking tim, about when tim ryan shows up it should be like uh mo in the dating auction yeah. <laughs> smiling and walking <laughs> the stage but like they just they, and then he's gone Ta- yeah. tapper was such a psycho for keeping the, those time restrictions yeah because we got to hear from these fucking dumbasses yeah we got to hear from congressman merv bung <laughs> Gorble yeah. from fucking west uh nowheresville yeah this fucking oh, etna wholly owned subsidiary yeah just to say the same thing that delaney and ryan and the rest of them were saying yeah it's yeah. just and so it ended up being like an episode of the weakest link yeah. because <laughs> you just have to pumps from one to the other yeah bank yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's what i don't get so uh, what trump proved was that uh anyone can run for president and that there's not really a downside to it yes and, uh so it's just it's just good it's 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 free media it's it's free, media. it's free media. And that's why I realized last night when I was about an hour two of this fucking farce that we now need to impose externally a new consequence for failing to run for president. Mm. You can run for president, but <laughs> if you do it rule. for three or more months at no, and you don't have more than like 1% in the poll. No, you fi- could, 5%. 5. And you, uh, if you don't have more than 5% in the poll after three months and you stay in, you will be executed. Yes. Like, just as a kind of, you just, know, 
you get euthanized. Regulation. Yeah. yeah. Just it's like you have three months and then you have to drop out or we'll kill you. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that's gonna stop these fucking slugs from just oozing around the country, eating free meals at diners. <laughs> yeah. Well, and as- like passing uh like rhinoviruses around through hand, handshakes. <laughs> well, as, They're just as, disease vectors at this point. As you said last night, Virgil, is that it, with Trump, you know, he ran, showed there was no consequences, showed you can only raise your profile, you can only boost, you know, people's uh, uh, memory. Your or, Q rating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, your Q, you can get in your Q zone. And, <laughs> but, but, but the problem is, of course, with Trump, he is a larger-than-life dipshit weirdo celebrity know, celebrity well, well, obsessed so, so, with TiVo these guys are all gray sludge that's don't the bring second anything. part of it okay so everyone has has internalized the uh, first part of the rule that uh, you just run for president just do it it's free free running uh, but not the second part which is, uh, oh, you can also just say what you want. You can just be a, a big, uh, crazy weirdo, and yeah. that might work. Yeah. Uh, they're just doing it, uh, just like, you know, what, what, this, you know, in bed with their wife saying, what the hell, honey? Let's do it. Let's yep. dream. <laughs> uh, just so they could get on stage and be uh, in a, a split screen with Tim Ryan yeah. saying, no, I think 5% is too much, sir. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, just shows how gray and flavorless and totally bleached of any character Democrats are by the nature of the party. You walk in and you just get all of your soul just scrubbed out of you, like in some sort of yeah. uh, some sort of spiritual car wash, and you just end up just an empty husk. Because you could we, get on that stage, you get you get to go on the stage, you get your own podium, you could say whatever you want. They can't even bleep you. Yeah, <laughs> but there's no fucking delay on it. Well, just say whatever you want. Just say dumb shit. Just just say just a Fortnite uh, 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 palaver. <laughs> uh, we uh, we were t- thinking about. Uh, how at least in the uh, the 2016 Republican primary cl- clusterfuck, at least those people had some interesting, like craziness. Oh, or, or, like, they, they or, like, spike. or like in 2012 or something, where you might might have somebody like Rick Santorum being like, "Yeah, let's do a Christian theocracy. That'd yeah. be great." Well, yeah. also, or or Herman Cain being nine, like, nine, 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 well, nine, nine. But also, nine. but also they they managed to penetrate like the the public opinion and 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 the media uh game for a little bit at a time you yeah. would have okay Mitt Romney's clearly probably going to be it but oh this is the week hey, of hey wait Michelle Bachman yeah and then oh this is the Michelle Bachman week oh this yeah. is the the Rick Santorum week this is just a slow trudge cuz none of these people have moved at all yes. in any poll yes they've not moved at Sanders all. and Biden and Harris and Warren are basically I mean Warren's been gaining a bit but otherwise they're sticking where they are Everyone's basically sticking where they are. They they're fluctuating, fluctuating. but it's like but that's they're the all. They point. have everybody. Yeah, literally the between those four I mean, of them, they have those everybody. Those are the four on top, and then Mayor Pete kind of came out of nowhere. He's the only real person yeah. who went from zero to something. Uh, but the other story is that the 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 other members of the top tier have all flamed out. Like uh, Beto is at zero. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cory Booker ne- going yeah. nowhere. Hilarious. Gillibrand. Gillibrand. Nothing. Nowhere. Yeah. So they need to shut up and get out of here. <laughs> Uh, and f- those are the interesting ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let alone Tim Ryan. <laughs> Tim fucking Ryan. God, that was grim. And the other thing about Tim Ryan is, you, as we've covered him on the show, he is a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. Why can't he just do the crazy person shit? Well, I, I, I don't know much about him. What, what is he crazy about? You don't have to rehash he it. He was um, uh, uh, Jim Traffigan's chief of staff, I believe. Oh, he inherited right. that seat. Yeah, he, he snitched on him. And he uh. wrote a bunch of books 
about shit like healthy eating and the power of meditation. Mindful. Oh, right. Like, that mindful. kind of shit. She basically he wants mindful. to turn uh, Youngstown, Ohio, which is a post-industrial hell, yes. into just a giant yoga studio. Yeah, right. no, so he is the, the, the liege lord of these people of Youngstown, <laughs> Ohio, just lecturing them on how they eat too much fast food. Yeah. And they just, you know, spend one, uh, spend five minutes in just meditation. Was he the morning. one who now is... Uh, Selling bumper stickers and shit with you, you don't have to yell. Oh God, we'll yes. talk about it's like that. I've we'll been owned by, by by Bernie. Let's talk so about that to... now. Yes, because yeah. that was like the moment is that Bernie was talking it loud, and then little fucking Tim Ryan goes, "You don't have to yell, Bernie." Yeah. Powerful. And instead of that looking like the cuckest, most pathetic thing on earth, uh, Ryan the next day had Prince bumper stickers, and he's like, "This is it. This is what's going to jump us to the top tier." Yeah, I'm a bitch. I'm a little bitch. <laughs> Everyone, say it with me. I want everyone I'm, to stand up I'm, I'm, and say, I'm a bitch. I've got a little boy pussy. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, a weak, uh, weak, I'm a weak animal. little baby. I'm a weak little I, my hands. Bird. My pee pee doesn't uh, work. I, have, I, don't, I don't have a pee pee. <laughs> Where'd it go? I don't see it. <laughs> and so, the funniest uh, thing is that I, because they had that shit ready, that means that that was a planned line. Probably. He was yes. in there with his room of fucking grifter ass consultants being like, yeah. how do I break out of the pack? And it's like, well, Bernie yells a lot. Yep. And people don't, our research says people don't like a yelling Jew. So yeah, yeah, yes. if you point that out and you like, you're going to make out, it's going to be a call for civility. Yeah. And yeah, everybody's yeah. West Wing hearts are going to gross three sciences yeah. that day. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be like, this is the man who will lead us to Valhalla. You're because right. He'll get on that stage with Trump. And yeah. when Trump's like, you know, Cheryl Teagues, I had her. It was amazing. I'll show you on the T-Boo. That really be like, you don't have to yell, Mr. President. And then. Everyone just loses their shit. He wins 45 states. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. thought that was a good fucking line. Clearly, yeah. I'm a giant bitch on the back of your car. <laughs> Pay for the privilege. Uh, please be nice to me. Uh, please don't raise your voice. I have very, uh, very weak inner ear bones. <laughs> uh, well, there were several uh, moments like that. Hickenlooper, I think, had another one. Hey, by the way, just a little. I mean, a little reptile bit man looks like death. Lizard. He's getting paler. Lizard. He's got yeah. the Kuru. He's been eating <laughs> the babies. He's got He's the Kuru. Basement of the Denver airport. Yes. Lay off the kids. He's got those nicotating uh, eye membranes yes. that lizards have that yes. cover up the oh, eyeball God. without actually whatever like yeah. unholy orb is giving him uh, power yeah. and animating his life force is yes. slowly mm. growing less dim in a. He has not somewhere. had a sacrifice in a while. Epstein gets arrested. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, oh. Hickenlooper starts slowly interlocking like, his right ring. Yeah, he's like he doesn't have access to to what he needs. Yeah, but he he at one point also tried to kind of, you know, take a jab at Sanders and, and uh, as he was talking and, you know, saying some bullshit about, about healthcare, uh, Bernie like kind of threw his arms up a little bit and he's like, you can throw your arms up, Bernie. And then, and then Sanders went, I will. And he did it like even worse. And everyone laughed and, and liked Bernie more. Uh, so it was just like all these moments where they were trying to make him, again, yeah. usually by him being a loud Jew, they tried to go, go at him with that and then he just got a, an applause line out yep. of it. You know, they were trying to do the wave on stage. Yeah. You know, that's, actually, really uh, that's actually something I hadn't considered is just this uh, consultant class and whatever they're whispering to all of these guys like yeah like, like uh, Bullock's loyal banner yeah like is, the oh he was like, also awful but also saying the exact he? same shit as the rest of them yeah Bullock I don't, I don't remember what Seth he Seth Bullock like. yeah. he's the oh, Seth Bullock Ma- is up there Steve Bullock uh, yeah. the yeah. governor of Montana correctly yeah. Yeah. just another interchangeable sluggard so he, Bullock's pitch is that he is. A Democrat who he won, won a, in a he red won a Trump state, state. Right. a red red state. He won state. a statewide race that Trump in a state so that he, Trump won. He is overt. His overt pitch is Democrats. Let's be Republicans. No, yeah. his pitch well, is 
we have to win Montana and only Montana. As Montana goes, so goes North Dakota. All of my policies are geared towards winning Montana. I've won Montana three times, sir. Can you say the same? It's like if you, all right, you sweep the Mountain West. Congratulations. You've won 14 electoral votes. No, just Montana. (laughs) All of it. Not even Idaho. You go on his issues page and it's like, you know, new leadership for America. Getting the stop sign fixed. uh, Route 17. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Increasing the number of wolves we're allowed to murder. Yeah. Increased tax incentives to build loner shacks in the wilderness. <laughs> uh, so that, but else? the thing is, so I thought I loved watching Bernie. Yeah. But the thing is, I have no, I cannot say if it was good or not. Right. I can't say he what anyone, because well. I, I mean, have no idea how anybody else is going to respond. And here's the thing. No one else does either. Yeah. Everybody on TV saying, well, I thought it was everybody doing their grades in the New York Times. No one knows. It's pure spectacle. It's pure aesthetic enjoyment yeah. for you as a person. Yeah. And you, it's just a Rorschach test. If you like the person, you think they did good. No, if you don't wrong, like them, you think they wrong, did bad. wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was right last time, and I'll be right this time. Okay. But the, the problem is we didn't watch the whole debate. We, got, we dipped out 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, but so does everyone else. We, so all we missed, the only thing we missed of note is that in another amazing moment of trying to be like hard-hitting, Jake Tapper decides to own Elizabeth Warren over the fact that she says that the U.S. should forfeit its right to do a nuclear first strike. On I, I, didn't, I didn't see this. Yeah, that was after we left. So, oh, oh, oh. And so it's like, ah, so you're saying that you would not destroy millions <laughs> and millions of people yeah. essentially unprovoked yeah. on like a threat. Wow. For, for, from the, uh, from the like, two-thirds of it that we watched from the first debate, I thought one of the things that stuck out as interesting, I think above just like an optics level, it was, as we've been talking about, that this was like a 10v1, including the moderators, a pylon on Bernie to the extent that really in the first like 90 minutes, Warren was really a non-factor, yeah. which is really, I think, emphasizes the fact that that it is like Bernie is the policy position to be- beat and Warren is a sidecar yeah. to those ideas. Like if you are attacking the ideas that are the intellectual vanguard they all went for of the Democratic Party, the yeah. person that you are attacking is... Sanders and not Warren. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I guess a war, Warren Warren stands might say, well, that's because she is the uh, the practical compromise with the uh, Bernie's pie in the sky fans ideas, but they are his ideas, and they he is the one who is and that is the danger them. of Warren though because. What if that is ends up being the pitch of, yeah, Bernie, he's got the best plan. He's the one who's most you know, committed to this stuff, but he's also the most polarizing. Yeah. And there's go this person me. who we can go with, who can kind of be a compromise that everybody can get behind. And that's a real danger. Uh, I'm worried about the it. The other thing we missed, apparently Marianne had a big moment. At the very end? Oh, dark, the- dark eternal force or something. She said something like, If you think any of this wonkiness is going to deal with this dark psychic force of the collectivized hatred that this president is bringing up in this country, then I'm afraid that the Democrats are going to see some very dark days. She said Donald Trump is unleashing a dark psychic energy. Right. True. Country, True. Yes, absolutely. And it needs to be defeated through love and a force for of light well, obviously yes yeah. she also uh, decided Agreed. next yeah in a very disappointing moment during the medicare for all debate yep. to uh run away from the yep. left position see that's the problem yeah, the, that was the not good. we saw marianne she was a bit shakier because uh she just doesn't know policy that's not her bag and honestly she shouldn't even try her bag is being a psychic warrior for the force my, of life. actually my yeah. message and, and my uh advice to her would be 
uh, you know, whatever question you get, just just fucking dodge it and just start talking about Jeffrey Epstein yes. the entire time. If you just did that on that stage, mixed with your core message of fighting darkness, uh, that would catch fire. People's ears would perk up. I mean, it would be something different, and it is a real problem. And yeah. people go, "Oh, that is gross." It's a representation of an actual occultic dark force yeah. our, that our, our ruling elite. class is that bipartisanly must... enmeshed in. Yeah. yeah. And they must be defeated with light and with love and with people who don't want to do those things. Yeah. To, yes. To children. Fucking yeah. psychos. Uh, ultimately, from the first debate, uh, Bernie did well. I mean, objectively, Maybe, well, even if you know. don't uh, agree with him. I have no idea. You would have to say that, that he was in his element and uh, he positions himself as, one, He's he owns the paramount issue of healthcare right now it was all structured around him so there's that's something and that, is the most, that is the most important issue in yeah. terms of, of by plurality what voters are concerned with there was yeah. lit- they, the moderators literally posed a question to the field that was phrased basically like has bernie sanders gone too far <laughs> right yeah yeah no um so i i of course i mean i agree with you matt in that we can't know no that basically nobody knows anything yeah but i do but yeah, but other than Virgil, but that uh, right now there's just so many fucking candidates still in the race. It's like this doesn't really mean anything that he did well in the I debate. Really. It will eventually. It's a program. We all had fun watching a program. Yeah, exactly. I mean that opening fucking intro package where oh, showing all their faces <laughs> like it's a fucking Super Bowl hype yeah. reel. Yeah. Like I wonder how they're coming a up from game behind. show host president. How did that happen? Yeah, the, exactly. the, rook, the rookie with the, the rookie golden hands, Pete in. Buttigieg. Pete yeah. Buttigieg. Yeah. He's a cocky young upstart. Does yeah. he have what it takes? to go up against the big boys. Yeah. <laughs> it was that was remarkable. Pete Buttigieg, yeah. that's another one. I I honestly can't remember a word he said. I remember that he had some shit on his head. Yes, oh, and yeah. apparently the next day he said that uh, some a staffer said that's because he killed a gnat. No, or something. Oh, he smacked his a fly into his own head he and said then maybe, walked on stage with he that. Said, I think that was a bug he killed on himself. That. Is hilarious, and I, I'm sure patently untrue. He maybe had a zit. I don't know. I know. I, I don't want to like you know make make fun of his his puberty or whatever. It was yeah. it was weird. <laughs> but but the bug explanation is even worse. Actually, yes. it's just weird. It's like so you're crawling with bugs, and you and you <laughs> snuffed one out on your head, That's, and then nobody on. gave you a, a second check to, before you yeah, go out, being like. Well, anyway, Pete, that was Pete, the only thing got, I remember about uh, him. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I I find him tedious to listen to. Honestly, yeah, uh, I don't really know if. Um, I don't. I don't know if anything he said connected with anyone or just sounded anything different. He anything talked, other than the regular Pete bat, patter. He talked for a bit about his military experience, oh, where he's like, where you know, he he tries to to. What bring the fuck that? was his experience? Wasn't he in like the naval reserve or something? Yeah, but he served in Afghanistan. What Even do you mean though he served. There's pictures of him with gun in Afghanistan. So he did gun stuff. He was a gun guy. Presumably he was a gun guy. I, it said naval intelligence or something. So that's not a gun guy. He was he was holding it for another general. I mean, I think that means like talking to local chieftains and finding out like where the Taliban is. That kind oh, of communicator. I mean, I, uh, bringing I, both sides together. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. yeah, in a way, bringing all the pedophile warlords together. I'm sure we've said something to to this. Is what we did in uh, Afghanistan on yes. the show, uh, but maybe not quite as directly. That just the idea of like. Going to and graduating from Harvard, and then deciding to enlist in the military, in the U.S. military in 2009. Right. Even at the most generous reading of that, can only be that you are either incredibly dumb and incredibly naive, or overtly evil. Yeah. Because you're like, I have all the skills set up. I graduate from Harvard. I can go work where wherever I want. And the thing that I want to do is to 
aid the U.S.'s war I, in You know what, though? I don't even think it's... It's even more banal and terrifying than that. It was a resume builder. Yes. No, it's purely purely, that's it. That is, and that would be the overtly evil version of it. That you're like, he signed up for the Naval Reserves like weeks before uh, starting his first campaign. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems transparently just as, as you say, like he is. Uh, but what did he? Wait, what did he actually say about his service? I, the debate? I, I don't, I don't remember. It. Yeah, who, just some probably some vague bullshit about how he knows what it's like to fight for our freedom and blah blah blah. And I think I think it was on the, along the lines was, of like bol- bolstering up his like I love this country. I yeah. volunteered to serve this country. Uh, yeah. That is how deeply committed I am to the American project. The only time I've like noticed that. him, and I'm not the most. I'm not observing any of this nearly as closely as, as you guys are week to week. But the only time I've noticed him is when he crowbars his military service into whatever conversation is happening. He so it doesn't surprise a minimum me. Minimum in the yeah. fucking naval reserves. Yeah. Like uh, Seth Moulton is an actual gun guy. Right. Uh, he w- you know actually would be able to you know credibly uh, you know be like uh, you know I, I served and killed people and I did the yeah. gun shit. And yeah. B was not a gun guy. Yeah. But when like like the gun control shit like every time we have a mass shooting he goes I j- he does the line of I. These guns belong in Afghanistan, where yes. I almost murked a you know a warlord. Not here in the United States, where our children play and blah blah blah. That's his whole. That's the utility of his military experiences. He's the tough lib. So I'm not surprised. He bullshit. Said that he's not a gun guy. No. This is bullshit. Yeah, he's not protecting anyone's daughter. Let alone. I would like to see how quickly he could dismantle and remantle his service weapon. Sure. Uh, he remantle just, is a cool term. Thank I, you. I'm going to use that from now on. So that was the first. <laughs> is that that was, that was the first one. There was one, and, uh, there was one other line that drew, bore a hole in my head as soon as I heard it. And I believe it was Hickenlooper who said this. He said that uh, talking about climate change and how we're going to tackle it, one of the keys will be that we need to do as much science as possible, get as much data as possible, because mm-hmm. that's the only way that we're going to convince Republicans that it's real yep. so that they'll agree to help us yeah i think so for the first debate i think bernie did well whether or not that's reflected in polling uh uh i'm not really sure because you know he's not on that stage against anyone else polling of any kind of consequence except for elizabeth warren and i think warren was a push and i think most of the people on stage were a push which is as good as you could hope for if you're liz warren but uh, if you're Beto O'Rourke, you know that's you're you're fucked. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're all fucked. Oh yeah, Beto was was there on Beto the first was there, night too, right? I know. Again, just like if any of if you watch the debates, I'm sure you all had the same feeling of like almost every time it cut to a new person, just this overwhelming feeling of who are you? Yeah. Which one are you again? Yeah. What? What? Why do I care? Yeah. It, it, it's ridiculous. Mayor Pete, I think, avoided any kind of. Um uh, uh, substantial criticism, uh, possibly because of the lineup. Uh, nobody really wanted to go after him because uh, he sucks and he's a shitty mayor. Did anyone yell and protest in it? In the not first one, the, not the first, not the first no, one. Because okay. no, that no. happened in the second one. I wasn't sure. People got a little uh, nutty with it. Yeah, I would say so. Should but, we, should but, we... Mayor Peters, I mean, that's a push, and that's I guess that's fine for him for where he's polling in Iowa. But uh, yeah, if you're if you're uh, Beto O'Rourke, you know, you're 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 at zero. You're this is not going well for you. None no. of this is good. You need no. to do a crazy thing, another skateboard trick. No, he's what, that, what that's his it? best hope. 
Nobody's... That you do here. The other guys, I mean, uh, their big problem, the, the NPCs, uh, <laughs> yeah. is whether or not they'll be able to make the next debate, which has these uh, very stringent standards. You need something like 130,000 unique donors. They need to up that shit. They need to be like, you must answer the riddle of the Sphinx. <laughs> you must cut the Gordian knot somehow yeah. without uh, a knife. You also need 2% in four polls. If you beat the American Ninja Warrior uh, yeah. course, you can get on the stage. Yeah, you have to knock uh, you have to defeat Nitro in Joust. <laughs> and other than the people who have already qualified uh, for the next debate, I believe about seven candidates have formally qualified with three who should qualify. Uh, other than them, you know, the, the, the challenge for the NPCs is, okay, I get a moment that you know, I, I go viral. viral. I go viral. And, uh, you know, somehow I'll get those 130,000 donors and I'll, yeah. I'll get that I'll, I'll just a modest polling bump. Imagine 130,000 people donating to Tim Ryan. Uh, what, a, can't. What, a, what a depressing thought. Uh, hey, there's a lot of uh, complete pussies out there <laughs> who Imagine. felt represented. They felt seen by him. <laughs> you know that Beto, by the way, was trying to go viral with that push-up thing as well. Like that's that oh, was yeah. just transparently. I don't. Hey think guys, let's do it. Yeah, and then there's a video that yeah. you know someone just happened to see it, but it's not happening for him, and it's it's clearly over. So I, I well, hope I think he qualified one. for the next debate oh. just from having that uh, residual uh, earlier yeah. polling numbers yeah. that he doesn't have anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think the real question of uh, for the for the uh, also rands is whether Marianne would qualify for the next debate. I, I think, think she's out. I think she can get the donors, but I don't know if she can get the polling numbers. Mm. Well, she's definitely the most likely to go viral due to the lack of vaccinations. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pro brother. Uh, so I mean, we'll see. Well, apparently she was uh, the most searched for candidate in the wake of the first uh, uh, first debate segment, but I believe she was also last time around. Yeah. So. You know, it's 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 tough for her, and we're all we're all pulling for her to make that stage. <laughs> but otherwise, you know, if you're Tim Ryan, like bye, bye, yeah, bye, 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 Tim. Okay, that was night one. The night two, uh, where we were on stage at the Old Town Playhouse, mm-hmm. we had um, the horses in the back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, God, Jesus. <laughs> was it actually the Old Town Playhouse? Yeah, the yeah. Old Town Playhouse. Uh, yeah, okay. ye Old Town. Playhouse. Uh, well, we were we were on stage. Uh, we were Twitch streaming it uh, for, for uh, fifteen minutes. <laughs> lovely audience, right before we were fired for truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, I'm still pissed about that. Well, you'll be able to enjoy it right next to your favorite uh, stepmom POV video. That's wonderful. Uh, but uh, no, then it became more, I guess, a more intimate uh, show. An evening with Chapo. I mean, it's going to be super intimate if it's on Pornhub, obviously. Yeah, that's like, very. You very know, it was just us and and what fifty people or something, and yeah. And then and then it wasn't. Uh, it was a small. It was some Chapo fans. God yeah. bless them. And yeah. then some confused older folks. Sure. Many who, of whom left. But they, well, but some, some of them stayed. stayed. Many of you stayed for two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. I was amazed God people stayed. I really thought that, like, not necessarily that we were going to bomb, but that the sheer black tedium of it and, yeah. and tedium Depression, was yeah. going to drive most people away by the very end and be like, well, this yeah. was when, fun, but I'm not staying. When hour day. two came up and we realized that it actually went two and a half hours, yeah. another half hour. Uh, to your your guys's great credit, uh, you spent about five minutes screaming at the audience that they should leave. Yeah, it was like it was like the like a old yeller or something, just being like, "Go, on, just go, get out of here, get out of here." see you yeah. anymore like yeah. harry and the henderson yeah, yeah yeah exactly so but but then i think we we definitely wrapped it up before the thing was actually over right? i think so we should have stayed no i was no, so no no no, no 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 i, no. I, I thought well, I cowards think we, i think we did miss the big viral moment of the thing though by doing that oh that's right so when what happened joe biden's brain just broke 
drop that just track. he had another yeah. he had another brain oopsie yeah if you agree with me go to joe 30330 and help me in this fight thank you very much and he instead of taking sending people to his website <laughs> Sent them to his first name, the number and then pie. a random string of numbers. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the uh, that was the go code for some sleeper assassin out there. <laughs> well, he did have a uh, go to Joe Mockingbird, Mockingbird, <laughs> Mockingbird. Mockingbird. He did he did have a sundown moment earlier where he just couldn't speak, yeah. like he started just stroke out. Yeah, um, and that was funny because it, it wasn't a blip. It really did oh, last no, for he like a like, good five seconds. And so we we had fun with that, but I guess we tuned out before he actually went into. I tuned out a lot of it. Also, Matt was Abe screaming Simpson. the entire time. So. <laughs> Matt did a lot of screaming. Uh, this is really hurting my ability to wonk out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but okay, so who was on stage? We had Chairman Joe uh, with him, Kamala Harris, and mm-hmm. they uh, at the last debate. That was uh, Kamala's big viral moment. It's going, you know, right for the jugular on the busing. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Biden's opposition to uh, desegregation busing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and you know she was rewarding her poll numbers, and Joe went down a little bit, mm-hmm. but he's still at the uh, top of the pack. Who the fuck else was there? Cory Booker was there. Cory Booker, Booker was there. Tulsi was there. Tulsi and what was interesting is that Tulsi had uh, a all-white suit, yep. and Harris had an all-black suit, and it looked like they were going to reenact the original hardcover of The Stand, if anyone remembers that, <laughs> yeah. where it's them fighting in the desert, yeah. <laughs> the guy in white and the Which guy in Which they kind of did, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabbard got a boost, or at least media boost. I'll put in a clip of this, because it is. Uh, I saw a pretty good compilation of this in Tulsi did really go after Kamala on her shitty record. Now, Senator Harris says she's proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. But I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. When you were in a position to make a difference and an impact in these people's lives, you did not. And worse yet, in the case of those who were on death row, innocent people, you actually blocked evidence from being revealed that would have freed them until you were forced to do so. There is no excuse for that. And the people who suffered under your reign as prosecutor, you owe them an apology. Uh, But okay. But what's so fascinating about that, though, is so, yeah, in the moment, Tulsi gets some good digs in, reminds everybody, yeah, Kamala has kind of a terrible record. Uh, you, You would not trust her to you know, represent the little guy. She yeah. spent her whole career just putting cigarettes out in their eyeballs. <laughs> but the, the Kamala Harris uh, rapid response after the debate was, yeah. oh, uh, Assad, Assad apologist. She's, she's, Russian, she's a Russian agent. They said Assadist, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's and it's like, great. how transparent do you have to be? Yeah. I'm not going to rebut any of the substance of this. I'm yeah. just going to say she's uh, actually... She is Russian. It's, it's, it's Russiagate that <laughs> okay. she's pointing Connor this out. Okay, Habib pointed this out. This story that's genuinely baffling to me is that when Kamala was attorney general, one of her like lieutenants was arrested for operating his own police force. <laughs> what? And this story is so actually. Hang on, I'm I'm going to look it up right now and just read you part of this. Matt, do you have a ca- do you have a capsule review of Once Upon a Time in the West uh, in Hollywood? It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's one of his absolute best movies. It's by far his funniest movie. Uh, I think it's very interesting and it's problematic, but I think in a way that's 
artistically uh, interesting, yeah, and, interesting and complicated and thought provoking instead of just purely just uh, decadently uh, like uh, tantalizing or uh, indulgent. Or yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's not I mean, indulgent. It is Very not. It is not. It's not immature indulgence. It is. It is problematic, and it is. It's. It's him, like working out his fixations and his issues, but. In my opinion, in a way that is very interesting, very relatively mature for him, considering he's a big old man baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I th- I'm still thinking about it. I think it's got a lot of layers. Yeah. I think that I haven't seen any criticism of it, honestly, that seems to be remotely in good faith. Yeah. Or it's either bad faith criticism or people who honestly have, just don't know how to process art at this point because <laughs> politics has clogged their brain so much that they can't see anything other than direct representation of something equaling endorsement of it sure it's like uh, the ya yeah no, the yeah, ya approach. baby brains yeah uh no great movie very very fun i'm gonna see it again probably yeah uh, i can't wait to see it, it. Oh, okay all right uh here's connor abib if you think marianne williamson is crazy for talking about the moon and praising love i invite you to check out kamala's secret three thousand year old masonic police force <laughs> <laughs> uh, now this is the shit here yes. we go. Here how we does go. This, how does this okay. connect to Gladio? Uh, this is uh, uh, the, uh, he just posts screenshots of uh, uh, four articles here, and uh, uh, one headline says: "Aid to California State Attorney accused of running an occult police force claiming to be three thousand years fuck? old." What? This and, is like a uh, Pendragon stuff. Yes, stuff. I was thinking that exact thing. Yes. Only this is like with a, with actual imperture of uh, yeah. law enforcement. Uh, Suspicions what? about the Masonic Fraternal Police Department. This is Gladio. Members trace their origins to the Knights Templar. <laughs> were aroused when various police chiefs in Southern California received a letter in late January that announced new leadership for the group. Following an investigation, officials said, sheriff's investigators searched two sites in Santa Clarita and found badges, weapons, uniforms, and law enforcement paraphernalia. Uh, And here's the lead of uh, another story about it. Los Angeles County Sheriff's Captain Roosevelt Johnson thought it was odd when three people, two of them dressed in police uniforms he didn't recognize, strolled into the Santa Clarita station in February. One man introduced himself as chief of the Masonic Fraternal Police Department and told Johnson this was a courtesy call to let him know the agency was setting up shop in the area. This guy just walked into a police station and said, oh, hi, we're, uh, we're, we're, all- we're the new cops. And so that's not just we're a crazy do- We're going to be cops here. That is a, a top aide to Kamala Harris. <laughs> Holy fuck. that fucking rocks! Did, did that's did. domestic gladio. I'm very sorry I ever said a mean thing about you, Cordelier. Domestic <laughs> gladio is real. Yeah, I love Connor. the fake cops. As Connor, we Fra- show up with our own like our our home stitched uniforms <laughs> and just uh, say, "Oh, hey, hi, hey, we're fellow cops. As we're, con- we're setting up a. Cop- How are you doing, fellow police yeah. officer? We're setting up a cop we're, station in your area. We're doing a. Give a, us a call if there's any crimes. We're doing a small business, but for local policing. Uh, as Connor frame frame that, I mean that it does make sense for like the. Uh, if you think Marianne's crazy, because there is a deep, dark, psychic problem at the core of literally oh, yes. every one of these candidates. We're so sick. Except, we liter- I mean, yeah. it's capitalism that's done it, but yeah. the but the material, but like the cultural efflorescence of it is Ooh, just we have lost our humanity. Yeah, it's slowly being like leached out of us. But it's just, I just wish she would name the beast. I yeah. can't believe. Well, I can't believe, but it's hilarious that even Kamala has weird occult, uh, secret society bullshit around her. Every, I, I believe I've decided. I believe everything now. Yeah, I'm, I'm just giving, going to give a 
a preemptive yes to everything I hear from now on. I mean, the California Democratic Party is a sick, sick animal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like anywhere that one party dominates, regardless of which one it is, yeah. they are corrupt reactionary forces. It's just, uh, the, the, the Connecticut or the, the fucking Rhode Island or Delaware Democratic Party. Uh, obviously, any of the Southern Republican the parties. New York State Democratic York Party State Democrats. Oh, Chicago. Oh, Illinois. Chicago. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is why it's so funny talking about something we haven't discussed on the show. The Tempest from Trump tweeting about how shitty Baltimore is. And right. How if you're, you know, hey, Democrats control it. And that's a big right wing talking point. Democrats yeah. run all these bad cities. Yeah. Well, for one thing, municipal governance is has very little to do with something like, I don't know, deindustrialization. There's little they can do about it when, yeah. you know, capital flees. Secondly, even if they did, these are terrible, shitty Democrats yeah. because they are running the places as like a fucking machine. Yeah. The uh, blowback from that uh, reminded me of the sh- shithole country thing oh, yes. where the lib response is to Pearl Clutch yeah. and say, oh, I can't believe you would even say this. Yeah, We're not yeah. even gonna... And it's like, yeah, he's a racist asshole. We, 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 we all know that. But are we not going to discuss or answer or form some kind of... Uh, internal analysis, not on his side. Are you going to pretend Haiti is a functional country? Yeah, it's just... And and the reason why would, of course, be because we fuck everything. Right, because you would rather us be pretend that Haiti is a functional country, thus ignoring that we have been destroying it intentionally since it existed. Yes, It's been an American project to annihilate Haiti as an independent country since it was founded. But instead of confronting that, we're going to pretend actually it's great there and there's no problem. As it has Uh, been an American project. Same thing with Baltimore. Baltimore has a horrifyingly high violent crime rate, murder rate. It's it's deeply dysfunctional. Anybody who's been The Wire knows this shit. Am I right, folks? Yeah. The Wire? Uh, Yeah, that show. show. Uh, Google Google the wire if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but yeah, just, and that's, we could talk about that. Talk about what has done and what we need to do about it. Yeah. Instead, we're going to pretend that it isn't a problem. Yeah. How are we ever supposed to formulate any kind of critique, any kind of uh, for program to fix things if politesse insists that we have to pretend there's no problem? Yeah. So that's why fucking Hillary lost. America's already great. Yeah. It's uh, America's already great. Wasn't Shit. Haiti one of the stops on the uh, Epstein-Clinton flights? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, brother. There's a whole... This is what the show's going to There's an now. independent... <laughs> no. There's an entire human trafficking allegation and investigation of the Clinton Foundation in Haiti, independent of all the Epstein stuff. Yep. Just always got to you know connect that thread. Anyway, just, just second little, debate is that what we were yeah, talking we're about? Talking, oh, we were talking debate. Uh, we're talking <laughs> debate. <laughs> uh, if you're just uh, tuning in, uh, who the fuck else was there? Okay, Yang, uh, Yang, Yang was there. Yeah. Yang, Gillibrand, Castro, Castro, Gillibrand, Gillibrand, Gillibrand. Gillibrand. No, I'm done with this. You have to say it. Pat. It's, it's GIF and it's Gillibrand. It is GIF. No, it's Gillibrand. See, that's what because that's GIF. Then no, I could do Gif. Gillibrand. Oh, the guy with the eyebrows that were falling off. Oh yeah, uh, Bennett. 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 Oh Bennett. God, Michael Bennett. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Uh, and Inslee. You... Inslee was there too. Oh, Inslee was there. Oh, what was I it? Like him. Yeah. What was it? You called uh, Bennett on stage. I said he looked like if Dracula managed the Fuddruckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he yes. has the dark energy of a vampire, but also the body of like just a, like a suburban middle manager. Uh, he would look good like in an absurdly high collar. Yes. Yeah. 
Like, um, he's like, welcome to my lair. And it's a fucking Kia dealership where he's like <laughs> a mid-level salesman. Not that great, yeah. honestly. Yeah. He's and, a yeah guy, he, it does look like his fucking eyebrows are put on with magic marks. I, I just wanted to reach into the screen and just tweak the, the right and one. And he was even, because like Biden was basically sundowning the entire time. Yes. So it was left to Bennett to be the <laughs> point man for neoliberalism. Yeah. The ride or die, nothing can ever get better. Yeah. Kill your dreams. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, uh, which there is, is no future. Yeah, but the that, thing the is, on pill. that stage, there's no counterpoint to yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, which this, is why this, it was dramatically inert. This was the worst part, uh, which I was alluding to when we were discussing the first debate. Is in this debate, for lack of a Sanders or even a Warren, everyone just pretended both the, her enemies and her that, and, that Harris that Harris is sort. the progressive, and she was of course pretending to be a progressive and talking about oh Medicare for all, Medicare for all. Oh man, and it was having having farce. her pretend to defend Medicare it for would, all in front of these fucking people. Enervating is all. Yeah, so she was, had already walked back twice. Remember when uh, she matters. came out for Medicare for all, and she was asked, oh, "Does that mean getting rid of private health insurance?" She said, "Yes." Yeah. and then had to make a, a groveling. And then at the first debate, the they did day. one of the stupid raise your hand things, where they said, "Raise your hand if you agree that we should get rid of private insurance." Yeah, and she put her hand up. Yep. and then after the debate, she said, "Oh, I thought they asked if I personally would give up my private insurance." Yep, yep. smart. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, Just like she has no credibility on anything. Yeah. But the, in, in the logic and like universe, the extended Democrat universe that, that we were watching for the past two days. The, DC, oh, the DCU. <laughs> the DCU. The DPU. <laughs> that that, that, that she, she is supposed to be a uh, basically on the level of Sanders as yeah, far that as was, social that was, Yeah, that was mystifying to me yeah. because it's... It, well, when, 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 be. when you think of just how, how much she's had to make groveling apologies to uh, private health insurers, and then Bernie Sanders is, is uh, essentially the first part of the, uh, the other debate was framed around Bernie Sanders wanting to eliminate private health insurance, yeah. and they think it's a big gotcha on him, and they ask him, you know, you want, does that mean we get rid of private health insurance? And he says, yes, of course, yeah. they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. the we don't like them. Yeah, but what could they have done last night if they didn't pretend that she believes all this stuff because then it's just a bunch of people with like you know no no daylight between them yeah just cutting yes. wrestling promos against bernie who isn't in the room yes yeah. uh yeah i mean that that was the most stupefying thing of the second night is that there are 10 people there who other than maybe yang are like yeah, he's an one degree apart There's from each like, other it's in, again in, a thing of yeah. like this is I mean, obviously, all the debates, real talk, hashtag, are a waste of time. Yes. Yes. This is a pathetic carnival. Yes. It's stupid pseudo-politics, and it makes me want to die. It's yeah. game but night in America. The degree <laughs> to, it is. But the degree to which there's any utility there, it's completely abrogated by the presence of all these fucking Muppets. Yep. They need to be way... They need to just call these motherfuckers. Yeah. There could be... No, it, we need either... They need to like just call them, or there needs to be like that opening scene in King Ralph to just like get this... And a reasonable fucking number. Well, buddy, you oppose the function of the debates. Because I, I, the thing is, uh, your analysis is probably right there, but your conclusion is wrong. You're saying it's bad. I'm saying it's good. It's a good show. And the problem is, (laughs) well, see, we're making. You know, the problem is, it's like when you're, you know, I'm making a normative claim. You're making an aesthetic claim. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Resolved. I'm saying what what it's like is. you know, like uh, when your team is bad for a few years, you know, and yeah. it's like it's, they're going through a rebuilding process. That's what it is. Like that's like, the game's not as good, right? Well, now. the thing that's so frustrating is this is I've said this before, but it absolutely is one of the most galling things of the Trump era is living in this hyper real nightmare realm where all norms have been dissolved by media 
by alienation, by spectacle, and yet the people running the shit, both in government and outside of it, other than Trump, are just insisting that we live in the same old world. Yeah. And so even though these guys, I would say, are all, including people behind the camera, horrified that Trump has been foisted upon us, uh, be, I mean, if only because it makes them, it makes it harder for them to be even-handed, which they would prefer to do. Yeah. Uh, they consist in doing the same idiot baby brain coverage well, that's, that led him to win in the first well, place. We, we, I've been thinking about this for a bit, and you know, well, that's what. And you know, we we've written about this in our book, and we it's kind of a central uh, uh, understanding from our show that you know the election of Trump is what totally upended destroyed the 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 symbolic order that governs liberals conception of politics and uh something i've noticed uh by the way people consume these debates is i saw like some feedback people got mad about this debate because uh like liberals got mad dum-dums got mad because they uh thought that uh one it was too critical of the obama administration and two uh that it was too rancorous overall and I saw some post by just a random, random person uh, uh, the other day that says, or earlier today that says, you know, I just, I, I don't like that they're attacking each other so much. I wish they should all just get on the stage and, and make their case for why they would be the best president. And what this person wants, like their manner of consuming politics is they're actively demanding being pandered to. Yeah. They and it's where that's why you get phenomena like Mayor Pete, a guy who absolutely sucks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> whose entire pitch is I seem like a president, don't I? Yes, <laughs> yes. like I've got the resume of a president. Like this, you, the, I fulfill your symbolic expectation of a politician. I don't even appeal to you. I appeal to nothing about your material interests. But you can presume that I'll appeal to some imaginary other yep. whose vote that you need yep. in order to win. Yeah. And and seeing, especially in the second debate when it was all fake friends, uh, through, like from from one end of the stage to the other, is they can say whatever they want. Like he, I mean, Harris, of course, is the one who's doing this the most. You can say, uh, yeah, uh, Medicare for all, UBI, uh, just just read off the list. But there's no reason to actually believe it. It's all you can just yap. It's like at Netroots when they were throwing when Warren was throwing red meat to everybody. Yeah. Or or, or Gillibrand or what Gillibrand. Uh, it's like, it, 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 this is, sounds like a banal observation, but I mean it in a slightly different way. It's just that I, I, I don't care if Mayor Pete gets up there and says everything I would want policy wise, because as, as you say, there's no, for consumers like that, there's no scrutiny of their, of their life record, uh, ambitions where you could look at Sanders and say, yeah, he's been in the wilderness for most of his career because he was right. And was also not expecting to ever weasel his way in uh, through sheer opportunism. You can't say the same thing. I'm sorry about Warren. You can say a different story. If you could still be positive about her, but you can't say the exact same thing. Yeah. She had a, con- a conversion experience, and you definitely can't say the same thing about any of these other ghouls because they have all been, however many progressive policies they they rattle off during a debate or during a rally, they have been keeping their eye on the prize, which is sheer. Uh, abstract power their entire life. Yeah, right. And it goes back to uh, that essay that Amber wrote uh, in 2015, I think. Uh, the one uh, uh, I believe it's the one where the term dirtbag left comes from. Uh, that you know it was against the uh, the function of civility, right? And as civility as as a matter of policing the acceptable boundaries of the discourse. And uh, if and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe it also suggested you know we you know we need a new vulgarity and we need a 
a left Trump figure. Yeah. And this claim is it's something that that uh, uh, liberals and other cranks, uh, you know, they intentionally misinterpret over and over again, which is to say that, oh, you want uh, xenophobic, someone, you guy. want someone to do a racism. Yeah. Uh, and no growth. Sure. And <laughs> what but what it actually <laughs> means is uh, to have someone who can also upend the symbolic order in the yeah. way that Trump did. Yes. That's what I'm and I think that's Sanders. what we see whenever Bernie's on the stage. When he said they're going to advertise on this network tonight, that's yes. up- that exactly the order. That's, doing a fucking, that's a fucking they live shit. Yes. yes. That's putting on he's the putting on sunglasses. On sunglasses. And, yes. I, and I could see... He's, putting some, the sungla- he's reaching out through the screen yeah, yeah. and putting on cool shades. I could see the consultant class that everyone else has probably <laughs> hired saying, oh, but you know, if, if I were him, I wouldn't do that because you don't look like a crazy old man, you know, you just do like a Peter Finch yeah. in network. But you know what? At this point, I think we're I think there's enough science in to show that it doesn't hurt. It really well, doesn't hurt. I mean, it might yeah. hurt you with the shitty portions of the Democratic Party's base. Yeah. No, you have to the whole the only hope that this campaign has to upend any order one way or the other or begin a process of mobilization that will lead yeah. to a countervailing force against accumulated capital and its handmaidens is to energize people who are alienated by politics as Correct. it exists, which means and nothing, rightfully so. nothing that operates within those parameters will move the needle yeah. because it will be ignored because everything else has been ignored for good reason. Yeah. Bernie is the only one who steps outside of that, yeah. and that means he's the only one who can potentially, not necessarily, yeah. potentially reorder the electorate in right. a way that can then lead to a reorganiz- yes. a, a revitalization of the labor movement yeah. and, 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 and like control workplace power being used as leverage instead of just waiting for Mitch McConnell to fucking not allow anything to happen, yeah. which is what's going to happen with any of, of these fucking people when they get in power. He's like... Um uh, I don't want to get too technical here. He's like when Michael uh, Jordan goes into the Space Jam universe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and jam. Yeah. And welcome to the slam. Uh, it, throughout both debates, and this is like a constant thing in Democratic Party politics where they constantly talk about, like, quote, the middle class without defining terms. Yeah, I hate that shit. And just, uh, you know, at this point, I assume whenever a debate moderator or anybody on one of these stages says the middle class, they're basically talking about the top 10%. Maybe not the top one percent, but like the top ten percent of the country, which is like the PMC, the professional middle class people that compo- compose the most dedicated democratic base. And one of the things that this is very anecdotal, what I I experience when I like talk to the, those people, like a lot of people in my family or around them, uh, is, is this sense of this completely, uh, for lack of a better word, cucked mindset. That this goes back to something that you would <laughs> okay. talk. Uh, that you were talking about earlier about like imagining a, a theoretical an- other kind of voter and wanting to choose a candidate based on yes. their appeal to Which a theoretical is person entire who is the, uh, not right. appeal that and them the Obama nostalgia and that's one of the things that makes those kinds of voters and people like reject Bernie like a like a, a failed organ yeah. because he looks at them yeah. and other people and says I will make your life better and they're like. Oh no no no! Yeah. Not me. Yeah. Some other person that I'm imagining yeah, right. out there who's not me and who's also probably poor and a racist. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Uh, I just think that that those things together are like so much of the base that something like a televised CNN debate featuring t- ten candidates would. The people watching that yeah. are imagining that are watching it, imagining this is not for me. Yeah, this is for someone else 
who I can't know actually. Yeah. The so Baileys. To, yeah, yeah. It's for the Baileys. It's yes. for the Baileys. It's for, it's for, it's yeah. for Chuck Schumer's made-up family who yeah. lives in Long Island in a fucking half a million dollar house. Which is also reflected by the questions. You yeah, know, yeah. Just, just t- talking about the actual debate be- beyond mm. the candidates. Like the questions. Oh, Do you God. remember some of, the, some of them were really bad? Yeah. And just like... They were bad questions. But uh, it's like this whole uncanny sense that this whole thing is being put on for... Someone other than the people who are actually watching it. Uh, yeah. The imagined third. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're like watching a debate and uh, watching it like it's a movie and thinking about how the voters in the fictional world of the movie yeah. are going to vote rather than yourself, yeah. the people you know, yeah. the your neighbor to the left and right of you. I mean, it, it's just a weird, uncanny feeling that I think really uh, subsumes all of specifically democratic politics because when that we is, are it, in the room at CPAC and listening to Trump speak. He's not talking about some imaginary other no, person. he's talking directly to that. He is looking thing. to those ch- hooting chuds behind us who were mad that we were journalists and standing in front of you them. You could chalk it up to uh, the liberals having a sense of empathy. Yeah, that's or true. Or being too clever by half yes. and constantly yeah. outsmarting themselves. And, yeah. But also, a lot could, of it is disingenuous. They yeah. are just hostile materially to yes. Yes. Many of them are, yes. yes. That is absolutely the case. Yeah. And, and that is the way they launder it, of be, being like, no, we can't have better things in this world, not because that might make me pay 2% higher taxes and then not have to pay healthcare costs, but because some other person somewhere else is going to be hostile to that idea. Well, that's, not me, not that's me. exactly the, the phrase middle class that right, you start right. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. really, I mean, that's the root of the whole electability argument, which is, you know, everyone's easy shorthand for uh, uh, supporting Joe Biden. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, again, as, as Matt says all the time on here, you know, you, you're not smart. You don't know anything. <laughs> the people who are paid to know things are don't know anything. Except for us. You're, Except, like, yes. you've, if Chris Eliza can't get it right, what chance do you, an average human being, have? No right. one has any idea how anyone else is processing any of this. So stop guessing. Stop yeah. guessing what other people you know see in the Rorschach test. Just yeah. look at these people and say who would make your life better. Yeah, and do that. It's but the thing is, is that that's the only rubric that can be meaningful. Otherwise, you're just paralyzed and become this postmodern uh, protagonist trapped in a hall of mirrors. Yeah. Apparently, it's the only way to break out of it. Someone took a photo of us on stage last night, and uh, you guys are both looking at the screen. And I appear to be—I think this was just a just a moment uh, that, that that worked out this way. But I look like I'm uh, my head is hung low, and I'm like looking into the Stargate <laughs> you know, as the debate plays. I definitely I felt like that occasionally, but it was black pill shit for sure. Oh yeah. Time. Speaking of black pill. Uh, just to round out the second night of the debate, can we talk about the climate section for yeah. a second? Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, it was hot in that theater. That was depressing because uh, you got Inslee, who's the climate change guy, but also sounds hammered all the time. And it really does kind of feel like a guy who's just been spending the day in a bar taking pops and thinking about climate change and then gets out there by like, fucking roasting the fucking poor person. Good die, fucking asshole. <laughs> and then you've got Andrew Yang saying... Uh, yeah, no, let's we're not going to fix this. Bunch let's, of money. let's go to higher land. Yeah, yeah, higher ground. Let's abandon the, the coasts. Let's yeah, start Andrew building Yang bubble really cities. should just say at the top of the debate, hey, just so you know, I've got one thing, so all my answers will be repeating that yeah. one. <laughs> they should all say that. that that's another thing well, we Well, yeah, that's noticed. the... Uh, that's the uh, so here's why CNN fucked up the debate. This is, is a stark contrast. Uh, 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 it's actually very impressive that CNN makes MSNBC look competent <laughs> in comparison. Yeah. 
they had every candidate not just give an opening statement, but they have to get every candidate on every question. Yeah, and it's God. like nobody. I don't care what Tim Ryan has to say about gun control. It doesn't about matter. anything. You just have a boilerplate <laughs> thing. But but, but what with, they what, what they should be doing is okay. You all have one thing, so we're just going to grill you on that. Grill you on the one thing, sure. And we're going to let other people grill you on your thing. Yeah, which is essentially. And if you don't have a thing, you will be assigned one. <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially just through the sheer fact of Steve of, Bullock, you get Fisher. Management, (laughs) but that's what happened in the first debate because Sanders is so you know actually clear and focused on a a set of material issues. It basically was that he was being grilled on 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 Medicare for all and on 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 some other stuff. Literally every position. Yeah. The second night, though, it's like yeah, grill Tulsi Gabbard on um on on Assad and how she loves him and wants to kiss him. Yeah. But but don't fucking bother asking her about uh you know child income tax credit. Bonus rebate. Oh, she's the imperialism lady. Yeah, yeah, just ask her about that. Ask Kamala Harris about you know whatever. Her ask Yang about when we're going to get the fuck the robots. Yes, <laughs> and UBI and stuff like that. But you're right. Everyone got the whole. They ran the gamut, and it's all just all canned answers and super. And boring. It's bright. It's boring because the boring. The, the the consultants writing your fucking uh, policies on any given area they're they're interchangeable. Like yeah. all the websites. If I took uh, you know if I showed you the issues page of Bullock's website, and I took his name off it. You you could think that's anyone. Yeah. yeah, they are interchangeable. So yeah, the second. No, no, night- we want the weird thing. I need the one weird thing about you. Yeah. Also, the, uh, apparently, uh, uh, Inslee is daddy now. He is a snack and a thought and a pog. Did, is that is that something Catherine made? Us Catherine do? said that, but she wrote got up a bunch of other people saying the same thing. And the really? thing is, is that there's these pictures of young Inslee, and he uh. was. An absolute snack in his younger years. Mm. And he's just aged into being a distinguished daddy. Yeah. Mm. Well, the glasses. I was impressed that a man of his age had the like the plastic frame. Is it the glasses? Yeah. I think people. It's the Rick Perry thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but I like Inslee. I, I, I mean, he, he's not up to the challenge what, that he's taken upon himself, which is what makes him kind of endearing. Well, well, no, no, it's adorable that he went all the way back in time <laughs> and he just doesn't know how to become president. And <laughs> like, I know it's going to happen. And he's just seen future. so much shit that the only way he can get through the day is just getting hammered. That's a very Philip K. Dick sort of story. Just like, yeah, <laughs> no, that's it. That's true. Yeah, right? like, you came back life. to warn us, but it's like, fuck you. Who the hell are you? Yeah, and he doesn't have the chops. It's like, well, what can I do? I don't have any kind it's of like technical It's like the time's running out and the yeah. closest he's gotten is governor of Washington. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fuck, this is it. All right, that's all right. That's very funny. All right, all right, Jay. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's have a have a little uh, shot of courage yeah, here. And, uh, like, <laughs> like, all right. Uh, I had to strangle a dolphin with my bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> we were fighting over the last loaf of bread at a flooded Kroger. And I like the idea that he's so... The thing about Isley is he knows so much about the issue that in the morning he is actually incredibly lucid and persuasive. <laughs> but he gets but throughout the, But it's just so emotionally yeah. draining and frightening <laughs> that he has to drink in order to cope with it. And by the time he's out there, he's too wasted to effectively talk to anyone. <laughs> so and he, everyone great. just writes him off as like, oh, who let that hobo in? But he's actually a genius. <laughs> this is true, Brendan. Uh, I know. This is wonkery. This <laughs> is fucking four-dimensional wonk shit we are doing here. Yeah. He needs to stop tinkering with the time machine and build a fucking uh, carbon extractor yeah. to get it out of the air. Yeah. Who was, point, it, that's who our was saying in fun. one of these debates, just their, their whole thing is, no, it's fine. We'll build a carbon sucker machine. No, that Somebody was, uh, was saying. No, yeah, that. it was Bullock. I think it <laughs> that's was it. That's the, your it really your pitches. Uh, uh, science will figure it out. Yes. The, the, it was, no, we got the, the, we'll get the boys in Delaney, the lab. To, one of those guys. Yes. Something. The answer was 
And I think it was Delaney, actually, which is perfect. It was like, yeah, we're going to get one of those things that sucks the... Uh, Just ask oh, this scientician. <laughs> uh, uh, we, uh, we're going to get an anti-carbon. Uh, so don't, don't worry about it. I like that. That's refreshing because that is... The the base the the de facto position. Oh well, no! The other day, if the, you if you strapped any of like the ruling class gargoyles who are just letting this happen, and you said, all right, like you're not you're not one of these rubes who thinks it's a fucking uh, Jew plot. You know, you know it's real. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? And they're like, well, we're we're either going to get some sort of scientific fix. They're going to build a machine that takes the carbon out of the air, or I will be in a bunker in New Zealand. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. the, the, the other day there was an article about how scientists are recommending we dump a lot of uh, ice into the Arctic yeah, so the, that we cool we, it down. We like do a Futurama. Cube. A Futurama yeah. with Which the fucking giant ice cube? It's actually a Futurama yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, that was a real article, though. Yeah. So yeah, Apparently, so you, you could do it. We could actually c- capture some of the carbon because it's so funny. We want to build a machine that captures carbon. There is one already built. It's called a fucking tree. Yeah. <laughs> and yet we have just been destroying them all. Yeah. And we're like, it's weird. We got all this carbon in the atmosphere. Is getting we, are, we need to figure a thing yeah. that takes carbon out of the atmosphere. It's like, yeah. it's right there. You just chopped it down yeah. to build a fucking Arby's. What? Well, where are we going to put the trees? Where are we to cut, cut them down? Oh, okay. What if I live there? Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to have to do some Khmer Rouge shit, but that's okay. Well, tree houses exist. Like a, yeah, yeah. I don't Empty want to live in a tree house. It's well, fine. You're going to have to sacrifice a little bit, and that's going to... There should know. be more trees in the suburbs. You can have the, the lawns and just empty spaces there. There should be no suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. another step here. is wrong. Empty the suburbs. Don't empty the cities. On that note, I mean, is there anything else yeah. about the debates? I can't Well, think. the only real thing was them going after Biden and, and being uh, supposedly too critical of the Obama era. Yeah. And the thing is, is I don't like this is I'm not going to make predictions because who knows what anybody thinks, but it does feel like there is a residual fixation and love on Obama. Of course, especially there is. when you consider that people still like Clinton, even though he's a proven sex pervert maniac and colluder with pedophile. Yeah. Psychos. Yeah. No. No. And Obama he still has residual love in the Democratic Party. Obama was clean as a whistle. Always going to be loved. And you yeah. just you you just have to get around that. That's it. Like you, you, there's no point taking that on. You just have to handle the matter obliquely. But you're going to have Biden that whole time trying to remind you about Biden, about Obama, well, right, and his connection, thing. so that you are. That's like, how you're the Biden. Guy. Right. Right. That's the Bi- thing. That's the that's the bind of Biden is that uh, he, he will write off any valid criticism of him by saying. Uh, Obama. Oh yeah, he's his whole hey, campaign. Remember Obama? His whole campaign is that uh, Twitter meme with the uh, ASCII uh, buff bunny. Yeah. Except the buff bunny is Obama, <laughs> he's, he's Obama. And, and the little the me behind it is uh, Joe Biden. I don't comprehend any of that. Yeah, yeah whatever. The people on Twitter. I, I understood one. it. Chris. Uh, the, honestly, if if Biden was like maybe twenty years younger. And also not him. <laughs> I think that if, if just that might be an unstoppable pitch right now. Yeah, yeah. Given yeah. given a fractured electorate, given both Warren oh, and Sanders in yeah. the race, sure, sure. But our best bet is the fact that he is a sundowning, yeah. senile, creepy weirdo idiot who can't who he is. He is dissolving. His brain is dissolving in, in public, and it's like, yeah, that's tr- that was true of Trump too. But Republicans love that shit. Can they love I, 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 watching I, I, someone with Habsburg brains yeah. fail to make words? It's, it's very they disconcerting because it's he's been in the race what for four or five months now mm-hmm. and has not had any moment, any single thing that he has done or said that has given any kind of advocacy to himself as a person, his campaign. 
his it goals, has no, it has even nothing. giving the like most generous, like trying to imagine myself as that that other voter, the the, the centrist lib. Like, what about his pitch is attractive? Other than like, I'm a stability guy. I was with Obama, and he's still and everything up else. like thirty, like fifteen points on every on everyone. Yeah, it's very, level, it's very, it's very worrisome. Play, he has to play prevent defense, and yeah. the hope is is that even in even with the the, the relatively low challenge of going out there and not blowing it every day he will fail at that attempt due to the fact that he is just a brain like a fucking decaying sponge well they went after him pretty hard this time again too and if i if uh, from the snatches that i managed to uh hear in between matt's inarticulate yelling uh was very articulate yelling <laughs> no, that's i'm true. sorry it, actually it was, is articulate, it was yelling. articulate yelling i'm sorry Matt. that's your whole thing uh <laughs> what i managed to catch was uh harris going after about the crime bill and I don't. Again, this is uh, this is kind of a virtual issue, and I don't know how many. It's just I don't think that issues are ever going to do it. It's no, going to no, come no, down no. to no, whether or not because there's only there's one positive agenda, and it's Bernie's, and then there is a bunch of uh, signaling and and noise about how bad Trump is, and a unspoken and sometimes spoken yearning for Obama and fear mongering that that radicalism is going to scare away some hypothetical rube and that is going to be the contest and individual issues especially stuff from 1990s aren't going to really move anyone's choice i just wish somebody would call him out about uh his ecstasy bill i i will do it i, I mean if anyone's you'll do it, do it that good yeah I, if anyone's I, gonna do it it's gonna be marianne i'm gonna be in the i we had two hecklers in the in the second debate. Uh, somebody yelling at De Blasio about firing the uh, the chief of the NYPD. Yeah. Right? I forget what the first heckler is. I will go to the next debate. Somebody yelled at Booker. I don't know what it was about. Uh, I will go to the next debate and uh, stand up and unfurl a giant plur ban- banner uh, and <laughs> and and say what what about the ecstasy, Biden? What about the ecstasy? I will bulldoze your house. <laughs> I don't care if you've not committed a crime. <laughs> He's literally outlawing a drug of pure pleasure. Go to go it's to hell. And ecstasy. You're a monster. Yes. And not even that, but helping helping people who are having a bad a bad trip. No, that's what it is. It's, it's, just, it's about rolling. It's criminali- criminalizing passing out orange slices in the in the chill out tent. Well, he was one of the architects of the war on drugs. He gets all the all the fucking adrenochrome that he wants, <laughs> and that for everyone else, you know, everyone else just wants a little bit of pleasure, you know, in their lives. And he says, "No, you can't have that." I'm looking forward to him being the next president. Yeah, the, yep. and probably the last president. <laughs> well, uh, that about wraps it up. Yep. Yep. Actually, let's do a quick plug. Yeah. Um, we will be in Iowa next week. Oh yeah, it's been, we I will announce this one. The uh, the Chapo Elections Unit, uh, which I guess consists of uh, me, Virgil, Matt, and uh, Will, will be in Iowa covering the Iowa State Fair, the Democratic speeches there, and we will also be doing a show. We were doing a live show on the 13th at Broadway, Vaudeville, Vaudeville Muse. Vaudeville Muse. In Des Moines, Iowa. In Des Moines, Iowa. That's on the 13th. I do not believe uh, tickets are up yet. But uh, hey, if you're in Des Moines, be on the lookout for that. Come to our show. It'll be fun. We're also going to be filming various goofs and gags yeah um uh around for the uh a few days before then and uh of course as always if anyone has any uh uh anyone has the hookup yeah 
if, if you if you know where the, where the best pickle beers are, if you know which uh, uh, tent has the best pork chop on a stick, if you know like a good place to film uh, uh, a a contemplative monologue, uh, yeah, 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 you know, just like some, just like a, a wistful analysis that wraps up a, a whole film, uh, you know, that would be useful. Yeah. Uh, so anyone, any Iowan gray wolves, uh, please hit us up and please let us know assemble. what's up. If uh, you are in Des Moines and you. Uh, know how to get us access to uh, Any uh, the Wingding. To the Wingding, yes. We'd like to go to the Wingding, and their website isn't working. Yes. I have emailed the Way site. Way to go, site. Iowa Democratic Party. Yes. You're killing it. Uh, uh, we'd like to go as press. If you, so if you know how to sneak us in, perhaps you have catering uniforms, things of that. If you, you can do a hijink. That'd if you work for a campaign, if you uh, oh, are yes. doing any activism or organizing in Iowa, if you are engaged anyway at all in Des Moines if you politics work at a pizza ranch if you work at a you pizza ranch slip me an entire steam tray of the chicken so I could try it at yes. my leisure I would appreciate it. chicken it's a pizza ranch but apparently they also have chicken uh, oh, baffling we want to talk to you uh, a good hit, hit us up in uh, and DMs or show email or anything we we want to uh, us up, yes. yeah we want we want to uh, we, we want to talk access. to and uh, if to you islands. are running a presidential campaign and uh, your NPC will be at the state <laughs> fair uh, we want to interview you on camera the, yeah. the candidate not you yeah <laughs> or possibly you anyway that's enough for this episode bye bye yeah bye everyone bye, bye.